on this episode of the GVA Legal Podcast. Adoption is, as they say it on Facebook, very beautiful. And uh, again, a lot of children in the Bible, including Jesus, were adopted. Were adopted, yes. So it's not something strange. And we've all lived with a family member or somebody in yeah. our house. Yeah. So it's something that you should not shy away from. You already have the purpose, so you, you have the need. Yeah. And so then our work is to prepare you other than disqualifying you. Let's get Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of the GVA Legal Podcast. My name is Andrew Njenga and I shall be your host. We began a new series on family law and in our first episode we discussed marriage with advocate Leah Kigwatha. Following the wedding, in majority of marriages comes children. As such, in this episode we shall discuss all aspects on adoption. With me in studio today is Virginia Shanice Kimenyi. Shanice is an advocate of the High Court of Kenya with over 12 years experience with a speciality in adoption and commercial law. Adoption for her is something she adores and it fills her heart with joy when a child in need of care and protection fits within the family unit. She has two baby tortoises named Mosquito and Vodka and she does have a license to own them so there's no illegality here. But why tortoises, Shanice, surely? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted something very unique. Oh my goodness. Say hello to the people. Anyway, Karibu Sana. Thank you and hello everybody. Asante Sana, Asante Sana. Also in studio with us is Muteru Jama. Muteru is the managing trustee of Change Trust, an adoption agency here in Kenya. Say hello to the people, Muteru. Hello, and thank you for having me. Kari Busara, thank you so much for taking your time to come and record this podcast with us. Now, uh, we normally do something called Get to Know Your Panel, just a few break the ice questions, nothing too drastic. Um, what are you reading or watching right now? I'll start with you, Shanice. Uh, currently, re I am in a book club. So yeah, we, we, nice. read, yeah. we read a book a month. Yes. So right now, uh, we are reading Stay With Me mm -hmm. by Adibayo. Yeah. Yes. Are you enjoying it? Um, it has taken a while to get used to African authors, but I am. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite an interesting read. Mteru? I'm reading a book called Narconomics. Narconomics? Yes. I don't really know the author. I know the... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, Sometimes, you know, it's hard to remember authors. <laughs> I I read usually for content. Narconomics is an interesting book because it, it talks about the economics of um, drugs, narcotics. Oh. And uh, it says how to run how to dr run a drug company. Uh, pretty much that. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are a bit concerned, <laughs> but all right. Uh, to each his own. To each his well, own. It's, it's a World Bank research, uh, well commented World Bank research yeah. on the effects and and um, the effects because drug companies, narcotics is a big. It's, it's big a big business. It's a big thing, yeah. So why not study it? Why not study how it succeeds? Yes. And for purposes of 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 uh, policy and management, yeah. Um, how then to 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 deal with with, uh, with narcotics? Yes. And narcotics is actually quite important even here in Kenya as well because of the whole um, how many people are taking drugs in this country. You know, sure. if we're talking about marijuana, if we're talking about cocaine. Yes. So, I mean, maybe I'll invite you for another uh, another podcast. We'll talk about... <laughs> it's very insightful. I, I saw the title and I thought, um, I got it from one of my clients. And yeah. I, and I thought, I, 
what's this you're reading we will go deep <laughs> into that yes. deep into that um where in the world would you like to visit for me paris paris i've dreamt of it sitting in a cafe reading a book in yeah. the afternoon having a cup of coffee it's uh it's very romantic paris though it's <laughs> yes. very romantic so yeah. just the way you sit in the movies that's how it is I, oh. I i love paris what about you mteru um i guess malta mm. um because i want a touch of europe yeah but beach but beach beach <laughs> beach is done well just the sun and yeah. the heat and you just basking in the sun on the beach yes fantastic fantastic asantini sana um let me just go to shanice tortoises yes <laughs> two and named mosquito and vodka oh yes like okay are you a vodka person no surprisingly i can't stand vodka it. but yes. you named your pet vodka mosquito uh, i got mosquito first yes and one of my clients actually suggested it that why don't you name the second one vodka that is it <laughs> <laughs> all right do you have any pets mtaru no are your kids I've, i've got two children yeah two wonderful children yes um my daughter is 10 years old mm-hmm. my son is turning seven in a few days yeah so yeah the 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 they are uh, good, work good, on their own yeah work on their own <laughs> but good company very, very i every evening i i remember to tell them how wonderful they are because they are wonderful it's important to say that to your kids that's important yes anyway now as mtara just said we have uh, he has two kids we shall delve right right into our conversation which is adoption um uh, as i had said in the intro i mean after marriage in most marriages in most after the wedding comes children and there are very many people who are in a marriage or in a committed relationship and they cannot have their own biological children so the next option for them is adoption so if either of you can just tell me a brief synopsis of what um, or description of what adoption is <laughs> i've gotten the look so i'll do it. <laughs> um, so um let, let's just pick up from where you you left off mm. very many very many a significant amount more than 10% i think going towards 20% yeah of um people in married situations in Kenya it doesn't have to have a certificate but yes. people in married situations in Kenya mm. are not able to get their own biological children and um, that takes a toll yes. on on the marriage yeah. so um the, the 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 next best option of course is is adoption mm-hmm. adoption simply means that um you are getting a child other than a biological child into that home yes um the child could be sourced from extended family uh but in most cases the child is sourced from um an uh, a children's home mm. uh children's of an age children's home yes and the process of adoption is to legally uh, <coughs> document that child into the new family yeah all right shanice anything to add yeah that's essentially it mm. yes just taking over parental responsibility raising a child yeah that is not yours biologically yes yeah. uh what are the requirements for adoption in kenya well uh first of all that you have to be a kenyan citizen the child has to have been born in kenya all right you should be over the age of 25 for the parents for the parents yeah. and under the age of 65 mm-hmm. the child has to be above 6 months yeah Uh, also you cannot get an infant 
Oh, why is that? Uh, because just... of the processes that come, you know, the other investigations, uh, all the consents. Yes, 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 yes. Time. Okay, yes. all right. Yes. Uh, anything else? Another thing is that, of course, there are other qualifications. Uh, mm. an, an adoption agency will qualify you yes. to conduct home studies yeah. because there are some parents who are just not fit. There are some people not fit to parent, yeah. and especially a non-biological child. Do you have any examples of non-fit people too? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, they, you've just said it. Uh, yes. I don't know if I would be fit to, to adopt a child, though I am within the age bracket. <laughs> yeah, well, they are social and Legal. Yeah. For example, legal, you know, homosexuality mm-hmm. is prohibited. Uh, there are exceptions, for example, for a single woman to adopt a, ch- a boy, a, yes. a male child. Yeah, there are certain ex- exceptions. Mm. Yeah. Um, a man cannot adopt a female child. Yeah. Yes. So there are social exceptions and legal exceptions. Yeah. Maybe, Terry, you can jump in. Um, from the adoption society's point of view, yes, it's only legal exceptions mm. that that matter because okay. the work of an adoption agency is to one get to know you yes who is this who's adopting the child yeah um the second is to prepare you mm. to to adopt the child yeah. so we always say by the time you've brought yourself to our place yes to um formally want to adopt <coughs> a child you you already have the purpose so you you have the need yeah and so then our work is to prepare you other than disqualify you. Mm. But because there is a law, yes. we have to look at the legal exceptions yes. and tell you right up front whether you qualify mm. or not. Yeah. So as, as um, Shani said, for example, if, if, you're, if you're homosexual, I mean, that's pretty much in the law. Mm. We won't have an argument about it. Yeah. And so, you know, Sorry, we can't take your application. Yeah, but uh, things like um, w- adopting from the from a different gender, mm. um, the law says unless there are special circumstances. Yeah, and then we look at what is the special circumstances, and then decide whether to place you. Now, uh, before that, once you've uh, we've agreed that let's go ahead with this, yeah, because the law allows it. Um, then we prepare you. Mm. We prepare you. Uh, it's rigorous. It's um, a new relationship in this in this family. Yeah. And usually, when a new relationship is coming into uh, a, a new family relationship is happening, you you have the um, let me say the luxury of time. You get to know each other. You get to say whether you know you you, you like or don't like something. But for an adoption, it's intense, mm. and so it gets very technical yeah on social issues yes so uh, why were you born yeah when did you when did you <laughs> but really it's we're just trying to get to know you yeah you 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 never asked your spouse where were you born yeah, you exactly know? Yeah, yeah, yeah it it came out of an easy discussion yeah. yes yes yeah yeah you've mentioned special circumstances in which um some of this social um, dynamics of adoption are, are, are let out. Can you give us any examples of special circumstances? For instance, uh, where a child has been in the home for quite a while, All right. then a female can be allowed, can qualify to adopt him. Yes. Yeah, there are other circumstances. So that's in, like, in a situation like... Um, uh, a single lady. No, I'm saying. Yes. Um, I, I want to give context. If if I have been living with 
my brother's daughter because my brother died or or left the country or or is mentally um not stable yes. so i have been raising the child i i then those are such some some of some the special of the circumstances circumstances yes. Yeah, yes. yeah yeah yes. all right yes i'm telling you anything um over 65 oh, over 65 mm. if if um the other applicant if i am over 65 and my spouse is below 65 all right then we shall be allowed to, yeah. to make an adoption application because uh, i'm assuming over 65 must be grandparents i mean i don't think um, yes what um i i think the thinking that was behind that yeah. was that um as you said grandparents mm. that, so that there is not such a big age gap, age gap yes and uh, because parenting is is uh, requires some form of energy yeah and, and it's and rigorous <laughs> not even some form it's rigorous energy it's yeah. rigorous <laughs> and and requires some presence yeah and so they also found that uh, you when you are adopting a child you are adopting a young child mm. uh where will we be 65 plus 18 because that's when the child will 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 we'll kind of yeah. get legal independence yes and we actually extend it to something like 24 because that's the age where you leave school yes yeah so 65 plus 24 you seeing you know yeah. that you can already see we are get, we are getting into the 80s yes yeah and that's apparent now yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's um must be difficult for both the parents and, and the child, child. and the child and, and yeah. the child yeah because like i i i don't know um sometimes i look at i look at my <laughs> my family and where there's a grandparent and a grandchild and they they cannot relate they just it's just it's so hard for um even even show show or go cast me ebo and rebo show me how to use whatsapp and oh my god just mm-hmm. <laughs> so now yeah. and that's just one aspect mm-hmm. you know and i'm not with them constantly mm-hmm. so now imagine somebody who is with this child 24 hours and you're supposed to help them nurture them mm. um emotionally physically mentally um, homework so homework you know um mm-hmm. going for trips okay. um talking about boys or girls you know um mm. those are kind of the birds and the bees yeah the mm-hmm. birds and the bees okay. conversations you mm-hmm. know those are kind of things that may be a bit difficult for so now uh, i guess that's why 25 to 65 why 25 though let's let's go back on the now the uh, opposite uh, side uh, for me it's also about youth yeah no by the time as as mr muteru said uh, 24 <coughs> is when you're likely leaving school yeah so you could be too young to take on that responsibility or yes. especially of an adopted child yeah you know your child uh, oh, you know just be as it may blood is always gonna be thicker than water well, than water and yes you see, your parents or your folks will be willing to to take on this child that you got maybe in school yes but now with adoption is something very different you take responsibility yourself so you have to be mature enough uh, mentally not just physically yeah yes and do we think 25 is much enough for adoption i mean if it, if it's your child if it's your biological child you're forced into that um i don't know why the i thought it would be I mean not not that I'm saying all 25 year olds are immature. Yeah. <laughs> Please note. Yeah. Uh, but uh, do we feel as both of you working in the adoption field do you think 25 is perhaps too young? No. No. No cultural context if mm. you're if you're living in Lamu. Yes. 25 is grand old. You get okay. married at 18. 
if you're living in Dagoreti Waitaka, mm. your peers got children at 17 and 18. But that's what I'm saying. Is is there <laughs> yeah. a difference between now uh, if if you're if it's your own biological child, I mean there's nothing you can do about that. But now when you're as a 25 year old deciding to adopt a child, I just I don't know. That's why yeah. there's a slight difference yes. yeah and especially yeah. in this generation mm. yeah. yeah i don't okay fine maybe the best question to ask because you both work in this field are there many 25 year old 25 to 30 year old who are no. adopting children no no yeah no. yeah actually most adoptive applicants are in their 40s yeah surprisingly yeah. yes. 40s yes. not yeah. even 30s yeah, yeah. Yes. that's that's what i that's what i thought yeah yes. exactly because they that's try what i thought to have children exactly yeah yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. or they ah. try to wait for marriage yes it's not happening and they want to raise somebody so yeah mm. all right okay so yeah so 25 year olds please come out and <laughs> if you feel that you're responsible enough Um, to adopt a child please i mean there are many children that need adoption tafadhali tafadhali um what's the process of adopting a child um three let me call them topics three big steps the first one is the adoption society that's the adoption agency and the second one is meeting the child yeah which is uh, works with the children's home mm-hmm. and the third one is going to court and concluding that not the legal process legal. yeah yes um in those steps are many other smaller ones yeah so um you start at the adoption agency mm-hmm. and then we'll, we'll we'll go so the first one go to the adoption agency make an application to um the adoption agency most people will not know that so they'll go to a children's home so mm-hmm. the children's home will tell them about adoption, adoption agency, agency. Once you get to the adoption agency again will the first step is to get to know the first interview do you um is it are there legal limitations yeah um if you go beyond the legal limitations um if you're not limited by law let yes. me say that yes. then you'll be able to pick forms yeah and the way the law is really there is hardly anyone who's left um, out uh, yes so yeah. then we get to know you mm. so you pick the forms the purpose of the forms is to get to know who you are yeah. put it down it's saying i am i want to adopt yeah and so forms are easy there are questionnaire you take them home with you yeah. and then um um gather information about yourselves it's not an exam yes. so there is nothing um extraordinary that uh, will be asked of you yeah um they are looking for basic information they're looking for medical information they're looking for financial information yeah um the thing about applying for adoption uh trying to get a child from outside is that um the system wants to know that you are able to take care of the child mm. and that's why they ask for financial information yeah um and and also medical information mm. it's not to disqualify you yeah. in any way yes it's to discuss it yeah. when it comes to be on the table yeah um you'll also look for references mm-hmm. uh people who know you so that um uh, we know that socially the child will have a, a support system yeah, exactly um so we look for references and we what else do we look for yeah that's that's just about all yeah we also want to know uh, that you've thought out other family dynamics yes for example what happens if um 
I am the applicant and I am not able to take care of my child what after happens adoption, to the child yeah. what happens to the child yeah. so I may die I may be terminally ill yeah uh, what happens so one of the forms that will give you is to make that consideration because yeah. in our cultural context um, the first thing that happens that if if the primary caregiver is not able to mm. the then the family kind of treats this child as an outsider immediately. Yeah. And so we have to have that discussion right from the front because we don't want a child getting back to a children's home at nine years old. Yes, yes. They, they probably don't even remember the children's home. Mm. So those are the things that we, we um, discuss. And the trauma it can cause. Can you imagine like if you've been adopted and you've been living in your yes. parents' house for, mm-hmm. I mean, six, seven, eight, ten years. Yes. And then... And and you've been interacting with these other family members as well, and then yes. it just cut. It's just cut yeah. off. Mm. Yeah. So I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, and that's it's, traumatic. It's, yeah, it's very traumatic. Mm. And um, the effects it also has on on the, that that child. Um, that child goes back into a, a, a home, a children's home. Okay. His interactions with the other children as well, who are going out for mm-hmm. adoption. Mm. You know, so. Just it's uh, the ripple effect can be massive. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So we ask that you think about it. You actually have to nominate a family member mm. who will take over the child without uh, many legal issues. Yeah. And th- that discussion also includes uh, not just taking the child, but wh- whatever property is due to them. Yes. From 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 you as the parent, as yes. the adoptive parent. Yes. Are there um, interesting? Are there situations where an adoptive child that you guys have dealt with? has lost the adoptive parent and then the family has come in to take over. And I mean, this is Kenya as well. The, or the family has denied the child or the family has taken the child but has refused the inheritance. You know, there's so many dynamics when it comes to an adoptive parent dying. Shanice, I see you're nodding your head. <laughs> yes, yeah. fortunately, there have been circumstances. And that is why this <coughs> legal guardian is actually even a provision in the law. Yes. The law actually demands yeah. that you put this person because if anything happens to you, yes. you know, they take responsibility of this child, they pay for their education. Yeah. And so most parents don't take it seriously. Most adoptive parents don't realize how serious. Yeah. Because if anything happens to you, then uh, automatically the legal guardian will actually not only get custody, mm. but will get the property due to the child. Yes. That is why we tell them, select very carefully. Mm. Who, because now you put a stranger and your family is right there. Yeah. So you, and you don't want yes. to disinherit your You don't want to disinherit, child. yes. Yeah. yeah. So you have to be somebody who has supported you throughout. Yes. That is a person who makes sure your lawyers also know. Mm. So in case anything happens to you, you tell them this is the person to call. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then they'll be able to to figure out how this child will be kept safe. Yeah. Yes. Mteru? Or was that, or was that, was that answer sufficient enough? Because, yes, you know, she's me, speaking uh, as a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> you from the, you know, um, adoption um, we, we've agency. We've seen some, but um, they're hard. Let me just say they're hard. Yeah. But they are, they're, out of the thousands of adoptions that have happened, I I started doing adoption work in 2007. Yeah. That's about... Um, oh, this is the 14th year. 14th year. Yes, yeah. Um, very few, like I can name them on one hand. Yeah. Um, some unpleasant. Um, I've, through my hands, probably 
three to five thousand adoptions. Oh, uh, nice! Um, yeah, so when you have a handful, it's a very, very, very low yeah. percentage. Yeah. Yes. There's wow. a kind of blessing that comes with adoption. Yes. You know, you've opened up your home mm. and you've yeah. given a child a family. Mm. And of course, you know, whoever it is you believe in, uh, yeah. just be straight up and say, God will actually take care of his own. Yes. And he'll take care of this. He'll make sure that mm. your life is elongated, you know. Yeah. Yes. And no problems. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there are problems that adoptive children give adoptive parents. Not unusual ones. Mm. Not unusual ones. Not because they are adopted. Okay, just just L- let me just say hormonal. That. Just teenagers <laughs> being teenagers. Yes, not because they are adopted. <laughs> yeah. Although it is um, good, we always advise that tell your child they are adopted as early as possible, mm. so that they learn to live with it. Yeah. Because um, it's usually n- the other way around that um, the child will always second guess them themselves. If they are in trouble with you, yeah. Um, when they learn that they are adopted much later in life, yeah, um, and they start thinking about all those things mom or dad did. Is it because I'm adopted? Yes, yeah. especially if they are in their teenagers, that, yeah. that can be a real struggle because they are unable now to be your child. Yes, they are. They are now their own individual, mm. and they are unable to have that parent relationship. Yeah. Um, after teenage, when you're in their in your 20s, you'll always ask yourself, what is it that mom or dad couldn't tell me that I'm adopted? I mean, really, why couldn't they trust me? Yes, yeah. But if you if you tell the child when they are young, they, they come to live with it mm. as normal. Yes. Very normal. In fact, for children who've been told early enough <laughs> that they are adopted, it's such a non-issue. Yeah. They want. They would wonder why anyone else has a fuss about it. They introduce mm. themselves as adopted. Yeah. Um. You know the family dynamics because if you don't tell them anyway, another family member or a close friend will exactly. tell them. Exactly. Yes. Without having to, to be asked to do that. Yeah. You, you'll find yourself. You know, three to five years down the line, in that family get together when grandma prays and says, "Thank you so much, Lord, for this child who just came and we didn't know where they were." Yeah. And you know everyone opens one eye and yes. says, oh, I'm not supposed to say <laughs> that, like, whoops. but uh, yeah. whoops. And yeah. and so you better tell them before somebody else tells them unwillingly yeah. or unwittingly, and um, it it will sort out so many issues when yeah. everyone knows that it's it's not under the table. Yes, yeah, it doesn't yeah. need to be under oh, yeah. the table. Yeah, mm, so yeah. that you avoid malice. Mm. Yes. discrimination within the family mm. and also you can do it you know you can also get help from mm. experts yes. tell yes. them how to do it yeah. you know some of them take them to homes mm. to show them that you know you can you know it was either this life and I chose you yes. you know I chose out of everybody your mind you know so yeah let's get All right, so we've spoken about the adoption agency. Now, um, we're still back on the process of adoption. So once you pick out the forms, now we link now the parents with the child. Now, is that do uh, the, does the adoption agency work with certain children's home or do the 
if let's say a parent as, as as we have said many people don't know that they should come to an adoption agency first so they go to a children's home and they see this child that they like and they think will be a good fit for them so now do they come to the adoption agency and say oh by the way there's you know there's like a boy that we saw mm-hmm. in that certain children's home mm-hmm. or is it is the onus of the adoption agency to link the adoptive parents with the adoptive child can you select as an adopt as an adoptive parent it's not illegal to select mm. it's just not good it's uh in kenya we have a policy uh against selecting before you start the adoption application yeah because the child most children in children's homes are not free yeah. or available for adoption mm. because their documents are not uh, ready or because they still have other relationships that they are still in. Yes. Um so the role of the adoption agency is also to declare children free for adoption. All right. And that means that they have ensured that first thing nobody else is looking for that child. Yes. It's there's no mother somewhere in this country saying mm. that they can't find their baby. Yeah. Um so the as Shanice said it's a six month police process yes to ensure that enough tracing has been done and enough information has been gathered about this child yes and so in also declaring the child free for adoption yeah we we want if if the mother is known sometimes the mother will give up the child yes. so um if the mother is known then proper consents have been have been received have been given, yes. and proper counseling has been so that you show the finality yeah. of adoption when i am adopting um when i am an adoptive parent I want to know that once this child is in my house there is there's no, no chance there's no chance at yeah. all 5 10 years down the line there's yeah. nobody who will be coming to knock my door and when I open that door I know who they look like and yes. I know what this is all about yeah. I don't want that mm. so as a matter of policy um uh, you do not select the child for yourself yeah. the adoption agency does that in collaboration with with the children's homes. Yeah. So once you fill the forms and return them, you'll go through a counseling process. You'll also go through um an interview to determine um much more information that you you can write down. Yes. Um that you're also dealing with the social issues around you and to be able also to ask questions to the adoption society mm. um, um and and deal with any anxieties that you may you come may have. up. Yes. Yeah. And then the adoption society then um takes that through a case committee that approves the adoption to go ahead. Mm. The same case committee is the one that declares children free for adoption. Okay. So the next step is matching. Yes. Um so um matching again is a technical process that's an an engagement between the children's home and the adoption agency. Mm. So we match things like physical features, needs of the child um and the needs of the family yeah. that's adopting them and then you'll be told a match has been found for you yeah it could be anywhere in this country believe me you could mm. be living in nairobi and you're told about kisumu you could yes. be living in in mombasa and you're told about nyeri so it could be anywhere so you make arrangements to travel yeah to meet the child mm. the adoption agency will give you as much information about the child so that it's you're not uh, going blindly yes um you are given actually two weeks yes. to make up your mind whether you want to go ahead with this 
and then you can travel. So yeah. you'll, you'll be told this child was abandoned. They, yeah. they were found in this situation. They have some health needs, which yes. is common in in a children's home. Yeah, but it's mostly delayed milestones, and then. Um, you deal with it you talk to your people you if you're single you may want to talk to your mom and dad about it yeah. if you're uh, married you may want to take time and pray with it, uh pray with your family also mm. and and then you go to the children's home and meet the child yeah. so that the, there's a structured introduction and the children's home will expect you to be there all day every day for at least 3 to 5 days okay uh it can take a week yeah um the purpose of this is to get to know the child yes you want to be there when the child opens their eyes they wake up in the morning so yeah. you want to be there very early in the morning mm. um and get to know the routine of the child throughout the whole day the entire day yes so you don't want to be there at, after work every day at 5 p.m. the child will have had and all you, day <laughs> exactly and so you don't want to take home the child and then start figuring huh, what happens in the morning yes what happens in the morning <laughs> i i never thought about the morning you yeah. know um, um so you want to know they are, the children are interesting one child wakes up moody and yeah some children when they are excited they have a stomach ache you mm. know those kind of things so you want to know that before you go home with the child yeah and then you go home with the child for a legal period of 3 months yeah and then you start the court process with the with the adoption lawyers so after the match has been done mm-hmm. it's not that the legal process starts first you have the child for 3 months yes now within those 3 months can you renege on that's the purpose of the 3 months that's the purpose so yes. that you can see whether the, the child, child can mm-hmm. gel with you in yes. your, maybe you've gelled the child in the children's home yes. but you don't know whether you're going to gel yes at home, at um, home. Um, are there situations where people who adopt have children of their own but they still want to adopt um, and then the child does not have a, a smooth transition mm. with the adoptive parents children yes Yes, they they are. Are. yes yeah yeah um what happens in situations like that do you advise that the the, the adoptive parents stop the adoption process mm-hmm. or mm. or they just stop it yes, yes. because yeah. um technically the child is if they are not comfortable mm. um we, we they are in an emotionally abusive situation yeah nobody wants to call it that but if you look at it from the child's point of view yes so um usually it's the adoption agency because you meet with the adoption agency um frequently yes um, mostly two weeks every two weeks or yeah. every month yeah it's like the clinic visits when you have a biological infant yes and they will tell it's mostly it's the adoption agency that will tell you i would you like to consider a break yes would you like to consider another child yeah and so many people are just trouble and and we see the relief like mm. oh yes let's do a break yeah um let's take some time and and rethink this yes um people do not want to tell you let's take a break by themselves you you kind of feel like you failed an exam or you failed something mm. so you failed the assessment so in most cases of when we need to withdraw the child it's the the social workers who will notice um a wrong signal or Uh, and tell you 
Yeah. Let's just be honest. The child is not comfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and now the third aspect, the legal aspect. I think now this is when um, Shanice will will guide us through properly. Sure. So let let us know what's the what's the process once once the three months is up. Yes. And then you start another the adoption process. All right. Yeah. So essentially, I'll start by saying that there are very uh, quite a number of lawyers in Kenya, about twelve thousand or so. Yeah. But very very few, not even not even zero point one percent. Yeah. Will practice adoption, as exactly. you can see, it's not. Yeah. You know, you mix a lot of social, emotional, or psychological. With the legal, yes. Because even we lawyers have to to know the whole process. We you have, have to know the know. whole process exactly. Yes, yeah. and we have to know our clients in similar ways. Yes, you know, we are looking at their medical reports, their statements, their where they live, and you know, all this is in reports. Yes. So there is a very intimate relationship that it, is formed. Yeah. Uh, we are looking at the child, the police reports. You know, so we that alone. It's not a usual, you know, advocate-client relationship. Yeah. Yeah, we just come and, oh, somebody stole my land and yeah. it's dealt with. No, this is very it, intimate. It's very intimate, I was yes. going to say, yeah, very yeah, intimate. very intimate. So not many, I think, uh, lawyers like to do such, such a thing. But for us who are passionate about it, uh, adoptions are so important that they're handled at the high court, not at the children's court. Mm. Yeah, that's number one, handled at the, at the high court. Yeah. So, and the judges are mostly also trained, you know, to deal with adoption matters. Yeah. Then, uh, so we have uh, about four or five attendances in court. Yes. Uh, the first one is to appoint somebody called a guardian ad litem. Mm -hmm. This is again uh, mandatory, statutory. Yeah. Uh, this is a person who is appointed on behalf of the court. Yes. Because the judge doesn't have time to go and do his own checks mm. or her own checks. Yeah, so the guardian is appointed and the court directs uh, the children's department. You see now the government again comes in yes. and directs them to also do a visit and interview the applicants. Mm. Yeah, because you remember the agency did all this before they were placed with the child. Yes, yes. So now the government comes in, uh, also trained children officers to look at how is the bonding in the family. Yes. Are these people qualified? Uh, so when these reports are filed for the agency, the children's department, the guardian ad litem, yeah. then now we go for the main hearing mm. where we tell the judge that all the sections of the law, the Children's Act and any other, the Constitution, Article 53, have all been followed. Yes. Uh, here is the uh, evidence, here are the exhibits, uh, the parents will give testimony yeah. and then now the court will go for judgment. Mm. So once again, uh, there is quite a process yeah. yeah. Every step is a process. Orders do this, do that. Yes. Uh, after the court allows, uh, has determined everything and is helped with the, all the reports of all the players. Yeah. Uh, the court allows the adoption, which means the court allows the adoption. The court changes the name as per the parents' specifications. All right. Uh, the, yeah, because the child has to get an identity. Yeah. Sometimes the the court has to declare the date of birth and the oh. place of birth. Yes, mm -hmm. because. You know, Sometimes you don't know. We don't know. Yes. Yeah, so we estimate. The children who have been left in yes. um, children's homes or yes. police offices, yeah. hospitals. Or even thrown yeah. away, thrown away. Yeah. latrines. Yes. Yeah. 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 So the doctors will do an estimation, but the court now has to declare because yes. this will enter in their certificates. Yeah. So the court also appoints the legal guardian. So when you look at it that way, this is a high court appointing a legal guardian. Mm. Of course, if it goes to succession, yes. the legal guardian has the mandate. Yes. Uh, then the court also orders the Registrar General to enter 
No, there is a, 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 a book yes. or a register a for register. adopted children. Yeah. To, so to make the entries, issue a certificate on that. Yeah. And the court now will discharge the guardian ad litem. Mm. So you get your orders, you serve them on the registrar general. Uh, this is entered. And then uh, you take that and you get a birth certificate. Of course, there's quite processes yes. that go on. Yeah. You have to mark records. You have to travel to where the child was. Make sure that there's no double records because yes. you know we still want these children to be able to get passports to yeah. travel. Yeah. So you do everything on the ground now so that mm. there's no problem. In the future. And then you hand now paperwork and you keep advising your clients and, and calling them every year to tell them, have you told your child you need yes. to yeah and then they also keep in touch with the agencies for years mm. yeah because some of them come back and adopt a second Another, child yes. yeah interesting yeah um you you said guardian ad litem guardian that ad is litem, ad appointed yes. by the by the court yes um are there certain persons who are yes. in the court who are supposed to be guardian ad litem yes, uh, yes. Guard, guardian ad litems um there is a criteria. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the law doesn't really give it. This yeah. is now what we call judgment law. This yes. is precedent. Yes. But the Section 160 requires the appointment of such a person. Mm. So now uh, most... Of the Children's Act. Section yes. 160 of the Children's Act. Yes. 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 So now most judges prefer that this person is a social worker. Yes. Or like a, an ECD teacher. Yes. A nurse. You know, somebody who is very well versed. Yes. That is why more often the agencies will tell the parents, you cannot bring somebody. Mm, the, you the can't law, bring your own. Yes, the law yeah. is very clear. It has to be somebody who has no bias. Yes. Somebody will come and tell the court, I didn't like what I saw. Yes. So you either need to tell them to bond for a little longer or mm. to you know, give advice to the court. Yeah. So there are people there. There are social workers. There are people who undertake this voluntary role. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's voluntary. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, most judges prefer it that way. Yes. Uh, of course, it's okay to give a stipend because this is somebody who is coming from their home has to travel to your to, place, yes, yeah. interview you, go to court, prepare reports. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, of course, we do encourage that, you know, give that stipend because nobody can really yes, do these things. For yeah. free. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. this is a very independent person. You never even knew them. You met them during the court process yeah. or just before. Yeah. Yes. Is there a, a situation where Gadem Atlitam denies? Yes. And the court will <laughs> go with uh, with uh, Gadem Atlitam's recommendation? Yes. Mm. Even the children's department, what they do, because the agency has already done a lot of groundwork, Yeah. most of the, most of the time they inform us, I won't prepare a report now. Yes. You need time. Mm. So tell uh, they report to the agency that they need time to bond. This, the parents are working too hard. Yes, they don't know the child. Mm. Take another year, come back. Take oh. six months. So you see, they're helping you. Yes, and sometimes maybe they'll come and say that it's not abuse. You know, children who are bigger can talk and they're interviewed. Yes, and maybe you know you've had situations where, you know, we've had. Yeah. strange strange situations you know where maybe a single woman raising big boys and yes. doesn't know how to conduct herself and you know uh, sometimes yes. you lock mm. the children in and the neighbors have to feed them whatever situation it is yeah they will know about it yeah and sometimes they will ask the agency withdraw straight mm. away withdraw this child rescue yes. yes or sometimes they'll tell you just take a bit more time you don't know this child yeah and they don't know you ah. yes interesting just to add a point um the the court will ask for two extra reports. The Adoption Society is supposed to be giving um, a report about the child, report to declare the child free for adoption. 
and an assessment of the of the parents. Of the parents, yeah. Um, so those are straightforward. They are in court. The court doesn't need to take an extra step to ask for them. Uh, basically, you can't apply to a court without those reports. Y- yes. But two reports are are asked by the court. Again, as she said, the guardian ad litem report. Now, if you want to know how guardian ad litem operate, I think if you look at the court systems that are in the media, uh, you'll find people called jurors, members of the jury. Yes. That's the same seat that uh, that a guardian ad litem is, yes. is occupying. Yes. Yeah. They are supposed to look at the community point of view. Mm. If you look at jurors, they are they are members of that community yes. or whatever. But they have a technical aspect about them and that's why they were invited. Mm. Not everybody will be invited. Yes. So um and then the children's department because the judge will make a final pronouncement which will change the life of this child completely. Mm. Mm. They will ask the children's department as the state, because yes. we are in the judiciary, yes. as a state, to ensure that everything has been done to protect the interest of this child. Yes. So have we gotten the proper documents? So the children's department may not be really looking out for the social aspects of all this, Yes. but they'll make sure were the reports done properly. Did you have all the police reports? Do you have, ensure that everything that they can to protect the child in this new relationship has been done a mm. checklist because the, the court doesn't have that capacity exactly yes the guardian and litem on the other hand will be looking out for the social aspects uh. they'll be saying you know um, the child may not be eating well yes. the child may not have the entire attention of the parents remember the adoption society assessed you before before you had and, the child and during bonding yes. the court process may take six eight months yeah and during that time a few dynamics may have changed, changed that the adoption society may not have seen and so again it's good to have that protection yeah yes all right you had mentioned the registrar general yes um is is there a, a register of adoption adoptive parents maybe i think that's the best word to to use once uh. once the whole process has been concluded and the court high court has declared you legal guardian of this child are you put in a register somewhere so that's no no uh, the reason is just like um it is a children who are who are registered because yeah, you see okay. this, these were children of the state yes yes and now the court has made an order so they're your children but they just like we all enter the registrar of birth yes they will enter two registers adopted children and yes. also birth mm. because you know the court actually will give you a birth certificate yes. with, the, with your new parents yes and your new uh, date of Identity birth and information and all that. yes yeah so no for the parents no but the agencies know them uh, so they know that of course there's paperwork and everything to show that you have applied before you're an adoptive parent yes they are in groups social groups mm. because you know they need that community that community they yes they are going through the same um, issues yeah mm-hmm. so as, as Shanice points out if you get a birth certificate uh, for an adopted child yeah. it will not look any different from a normal from birth. a normal child yeah but if of course if you go to the filing system inside the registrar's place yes there will be because that child is being registered the second time over yes so this birth certificate uh, probably another one existed mm. the, the, another one did exist yes with a different name mm-hmm. so you're you're changing the name but the individual has not changed yes so there is a way to move that file 
So yes, there is an adopted children's register, yeah. but outside it doesn't it exist. Reflect. It, it doesn't reflect. Yeah. Yeah. And that is why when you go to immigration, yeah, mm-hmm. you actually carry all the documents that your lawyer has given you. Yes. Because their system knows. Yes. Mm-hmm. But for example, outside here, no. On You're the just streets. a child with a birth certificate and a, that's it. We took our ground in a different. Mm. Different, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is there a, yeah. a difference between adoption of a child with a family member and adoption of a child in a children's home? Yes, on many aspects. Mm-hmm. Um in in adopting a child from a children's home yeah um it's like um the adoption agency the system let me say the system already knows and owns the child yes so th- there's a structured way of getting the child's documentation um there is um we already the, we we know the individual so mm. issues like bonding issues like support is already in the system yeah. there's an easy way to go about it yes but for a child who is already a family member we first of all have to establish uh because we have to declare the child free for adoption oh you still have to mm-hmm. declare the child free for adoption yes yes ah. so an assessment has to be done about the child yes if the child is old enough they have to be interviewed um and so and collect all the documents because who is giving for example consent um if it is my child and it's my father who may be an influential member of society yeah. is trying to 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 get me to consent you know so there has to be who is giving consent who is on the birth certificate yes um if there is no birth certificate or if the the consenting parents are are deceased yes. they, they died so there is a lot of there is a lot of dynamics there is a lot of what's um, is this the best place yes you are family yes. but is this the best place for this child for the best interest for the for child the, for the best yeah. interest of the child so mm. we we when when a when a family adoption is happening uh in as much as we will support it we want to also document and support the child to be best placed in this family yeah we of course are not making hard decisions to the family yes uh for example consent consent is a right placement is a right so we will not come and try and put things in disarray yes but technically we have to answer those questions those questions yeah yes. yeah whose child is this and they, have they given yeah if if I, i i'm just thinking about situations where both parents die and mm-hmm. and i i don't know maybe this is a bit biased but i i always find that the mother's side of the family will take better care than the father's side Mm. I, I it, it may be a bit biased as it I already said. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it what may be it a is. bit biased, yeah. but um what what are your thoughts? Is it uh, in in a, in a situation where there can be no consent because both parents have died mm-hmm. and now both families are uh are fighting for this mm-hmm. child. And it happens a lot in this country. It happens a lot mm-hmm. in, when especially when parents die in an accident or they mm-hmm. they get sick or something and so a child is left or children mm-hmm. plural you know children are left and and now both sides of the family are fighting the father side and the mother side are fighting um now is it now the point the point where you you mentioned that the adoption agency now comes in to assess the mm-hmm. best situation for the child or children lucky for us yeah by the time they come mm. the decision has been made where the child is going ah. mm-hmm. yes because um 
what you're discussing is is now a custody yes. issue. Yes. And there is a court to make those decisions if the family are not able to agree. Okay. All right. All right. So so by the time it's coming to us, uh, other decisions have already have been already made. been made. Yes. So uh-huh. we we will look at the paperwork and again look at the best interests. We are what the first question we are going to answer is that this child is okay in yes. this home. Yes. So whether they were better placed in my wife's side of the family or my side of the family yeah. is not for for us to answer. Okay. The decision okay. has already been made. Yes. Uh, unless the child is not okay. Yes. Uh, sometimes the child is not okay. Yeah. Yeah. So unless the child is not okay, then we can uh, decline from writing the report. Yes. Always remember that our reports are for the court. Yes. Because the judge is making life-changing decisions. Decisions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah because even in family adoptions. You see, there's also now a change of name. The child, yeah. the child again is acquiring your name as mm-hmm. maybe the uncle, the yes, aunt. Yes, yes. So that is important. Yeah. You have to go through the checks and you go through the ordinary court process. Yes. Where again, there's a guardian at litem, there's a state coming in. Yeah. Nothing changes because it is equally important. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Cost and timelines of adoption. Are there any costs? Um, well, apart from the legal costs, are there like if we come to the adoption agency those forms that we're picking up mm-hmm. um do they do you charge for the forms or are the forms free of charge um the assessment that you do um is that free if mm-hmm. a guardian ad litem had said that maybe we give the stipend to a guardian ad litem but are those what are the costs that the adoptive parent um should expect to incur in their ad- adoption process i'll 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 talk so that um Shanice is relieved of talking about <laughs> costs. <laughs> because she's a lawyer. She's a lawyer. We're constantly <laughs> chasing costs. <laughs> and and um, because um, the lawyer is in a market situation, mm. that means that um, she will charge and somebody else will charge very different. Yes, yes. And and so there is there isn't a standard fee because um, again what you would be requesting from a lawyer um maybe there'll be a variety of requests mm, mm. um the kind of support that's needed for court will be again a variety where is a court station yes uh how often are you going to court because yeah. you you may go to court and then as you say the guardian ad litem may uh, ask for more time, more time or yes. ask for more documentation so the process takes longer than so expected it, yeah every cost is client-based it's client-driven so they probably have a way of starting it and 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 knowing yeah um again for the adoption agency the good thing is that the the fees is um is under a guideline from mm. the government mm. so it's supposed to be 12500 shillings yeah um you also may incur costs uh trying to get medical documents again mm. um depending on the facility you choose uh, many people have been able to use less than 100 shillings for their medical um uh, exam yeah. I, I have i have found people who have spent 300,000 shillings for the same medical report oh um so it depends Again. on your tastes yes, yes. where we are uh, going yeah you mm. so what, you're asking what is the price of a car really yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> the, the spread on that is uh, yeah. very very high yeah. um so you'll also expect to I think the, the the then a standard you're trying to get a certificate of good conduct which is uh, one of the documents we ask for. Yes. And then uh, I think all that uh, the other things are really logistics and mm. logistics are 
depend on the taste of the applicant or the ability of the applicant. Yeah. But also one of the things that as an adoption agency we do is to tell ourselves we cannot be the extra burden. Mm. So we try to drive costs as low as, as possible. possible. Yes. Uh some of the costs that an adoptive parent should not incur extra is for example in traveling back and forth mm. unless um a parent requires more support. Yeah. Um than would be expected. Always remember that this family has tried very hard to get a child in yeah. most cases. Mm. Um on the other side, let's just give the, the maternity the maternity hospital costs. Um if you're going to get a natural birth and you go through the government system, you probably incur very little yes. because maternity costs are supported by the government. Yes. Um so the person this person who's praying really for a child and then now has to incur this astronomical costs astronomical costs yeah. it it feel it just doesn't feel right yeah. it's not it's it's not um it's not justice on yeah. that person yes. when when you have to incur astronomical costs yet the person who gave up this child or dumped the child yeah. you know they didn't want the child you you know they 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 went through the system free yes so we try and we are always working with the government to reduce that cost mm. uh but i've told you the current costs that you make uh, so yeah. in in most cases 15 to 20000 shillings yeah. at the adoption society level yeah. uh most of it will not be paid to the adoption society it's because you're trying to get extra reports yes um and trying to travel back and forth to the society um and then after that it's lawyer costs it's yeah. guardian ad litem costs many guardian ad litem will have their their costs supported by lawyers yes so you may not notice also the children's home will not charge you shall not charge you mm. anything yeah because one day you'll go to the children's home to find the child yes they shouldn't the the idea that uh, the by the time the government agreed on a cost to be given to the adoption society is because some of that is being shared with the children's with home with the children's home um previously children's homes would um delay and unnecessarily yeah. for example the bonding period because there are people who will come with gifts every time they are visiting ah. yeah um so or, they're trying to take mm-hmm. you know milk <laughs> it milk this cow as much yeah. as much as you can yes, yes which is which is also not fair on the children yeah. it it means that if you're lucky um you know some children will not will not get so much support when yeah. they are, when they're getting out of the children's yeah. home and that way miss their chances for adoption mm. especially children who are not as physically attractive mm. as, as. so that's those are some of the reasons for example why we stopped uh, um what you were saying can the adopt can the child can the parents can, can pick the, select yes. select yes. yeah yeah and yeah. also choice can be hard if you if you go to a, if you tell the parent to choose mm. they might have five children that they completely are not able to make up their mind on okay uh, let me say yes. three yeah three little beautiful girls yeah. that you're completely you know and the daddy has seen this girl and the mommy has seen this, this girl this one uh, and life is so hard because this one has her special tendencies and yeah. this one so um it's it's also not emotionally kind on the child mm. because every time you every morning you have to wake up and see whether you're a match for this one and for this one yeah yeah Okay um Shanice maybe you can tell us any um filing fees costs in the high courts 
surprise oh yeah filing fee but still it it doesn't matter because there's so much that goes in it mm. even after you file you know yes. there's attendances the procurement of reports filing those reports yeah. you know depending no, 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 on no i'm just talking about the it's it's an os yeah. an originating someone's that yeah. we file isn't it among uh, actually eight yeah. documents yeah. Yeah. eight documents yeah. you file yeah. in court that is why that yeah. is why it's very so different from applying that is why <laughs> I mean, even, even giving you the course that is why it's very difficult yes yeah because it's not even in the remuneration order Yeah. It's not really considered as you know. Let me just what? come in yeah. that the adoptive parent will not notice the difference between filing fees and legal mm-hmm. fees. Yes. Because oh, yeah. it's already included in the in the lawyer's cost. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So so depending again on the lawyer and how they do it and it's so many so many dynamics right there. Yeah. Uh but lawyers are also able to support you if you want yeah. to say mm-hmm. that I do not I'm not able to pay lawyers fees or do not. In mm. most cases actually it's people who do not want to pay lawyers fees. Mm. So you go to the lawyer and you can ask for a product. Mm. Please prepare a file for me. Yes. I'll do the court process. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, some people are court experienced for example, they have either been guardian ad litem, mm. they, they have gone to court f- as witnesses for other things. So they consider themselves court experienced yes. and they and they want to carry that or for the adventure mm. uh what i can tell you is that um fees has to be reasonable enough for the same person i mentioned in the in the adoption agency the person who's coming it's not in very many cases um the person is not able to pay a high a high cost amount yes yes Um, and again they are competing with the biological the person who got a biological child yes who probably incurred only a little maternity fee yeah and cost of diapers which are also you've incurred yes. because you you got a baby yeah so i know that lawyers are reasonable enough to 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 um charge fees that are reason- reasonable and yes. not prohibitive it's not, it's not prohibitive not surprisingly yes. yeah. i i yeah. have seen it's very very low income, income people actually adopting yeah. Yes. yeah we do pro bono that is why again we f- we both you know you freeze a little bit because you'll find sometimes you'll literally take home 5000 yes which means you as a lawyer is incurring the rest of the costs because it's completely pro bono yeah and sometimes you'll find it's 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 not prohibitive yeah. anybody can adopt as long as they're qualified by the agency yes yes the good thing about yeah. legal fees also is that un, un, unlike adoption agency who will require all the fees up front yes you're dealing with a yeah. lawyer and you know that it's something like a six month process mm. Mm. so once you quote minimum mm. yes six month minimum so once a lawyer quotes for you you're able to talk about Okay, I'll deposit this. Yes. Have the file opened and, and then, then you pay yes. as you yes. go as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. It's, not yeah. Debt. it's not yes. yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. And there's some counties which even uh, uh, the process can take even up to 2-3 years. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. have enough time mm. to have to have So paid. any other yeah. conversion that any conversion will have you with your lawyer with sale agreements with what not. Yes. Not I know it's uh, there's that issue of undercutting. Mm, yeah. Mm. But, but it is what it is on the ground. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's not prohibitive no. Yeah. You just have a talk with your lawyer. They will actually determine the how costs. to assist you. Yes, yes, and how to assist you. Yeah. Any maybe we can finish off by mentioning organizations or agencies that assist or carry out adoptions. I mean, we know Mteru is at um change trust. Yes. Um 
both of you, agencies that you've worked with, I mean, you're solely at Change Trust now yes. as the managing trustee. Yes. Um, but are there, are there Change either? Trust is a registered adoption society. Yeah. There are others. There are not many. Mm. Five. Um, there are oh, there five. five. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'll try alphabetically. Uh, Bakna Kenya Adoption Services. Okay. Um, Bakna. Yes, Bakna. Yeah. B-U-C. K N E R. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bakna Kenya Adoption Society. On Thika and Road. On Thika Road. Um, Change Trusts um, on Gong Road. Mm. Um, Little Angels Network. Yes. Also. Kindaruma. Uh, in Kindaruma, that's in the Yaya Halingam area. Area, yes. Um, KK. KKPI, which is in Langata. Mm. Nairobi West. Yeah. Nairobi West. Okay. At mm-hmm. Timol, uh, yeah. that Timol Junction. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, KCH uh, Kenya Children's Home we know them as Thomas Bernardo House mm. ah okay okay yes, yes. so yes. they are a registered adoption society Langata and they are in Langata just Langata across Road, the road yeah. from Wilson Airport from Wilson Airport yeah and then there is um, l- legally the Child Welfare Society of Kenya ah, okay Shanice knows all of them. She's the, she's been helping you. I've, I've, I've worked with all of them. Yeah. I've had the honor of working with all of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so at least they are. I know. I know you'll get the thing of why are you all in Nairobi? But yes. Yeah. It's because you know Nairobi is always a pilot for everything. Yeah. And they work throughout the country. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It's our mm. wish that it it goes out to the other counties yes uh one of the projects that we are doing as adoption agencies is to try and see whether county governments can support adoption an, agencies yes, yes. yeah um, or just to have an adoption process yeah. uh, presence um the the also the central government the children's department if they could you know give more information and support um locally because children first of all adoption it it, it doesn't um, when you're adopting you can be anywhere in this country. Mm. You can come from childlessness. I mean, you can be anywhere in this country. Yes. Uh, children come from anywhere. In the anywhere. country, yeah. Yes. Uh, children are abandoned at any point. Yeah. And or given up at any point. So those two need to match or else you'll have um, um, a growing population of children who are abandoned. Yes. And you don't want that in your county. Mm. It's uh, an unnecessary burden. And it's also not uh, good. And yeah. there is a risk eventually when they turn 18 and you yes. kick them out. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who we have to contend with. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That is why we take responsibility for your brother. Yes. Throughout. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you to both of you for those insightful insights into adoption. Um, thank you so much to my panelists, Virginia Shanice Kimenyi and Mteru Njama. Asanteni sana for taking your time to come and discuss with us about adoption. If any of you have any questions on the podcast that we have just um, recorded and listened to, you can reach us on the following media platforms. Our website is gvalawfirm.com. That's gvalawfirm.com. Our email is info at gvalawfirm.com. That's info at gvalawfirm.com. Our Twitter handle is at Gama. That's at Gama. And we are also on Facebook. And our handle on Facebook is at Gama Advocates. Thank you so much, um, Shanice and Mteru. I don't know if you have any final words you can say, Kwaheri, to the people or anything that you feel that the people want to hear. 
Yeah, for me it's just the removing the stigma. Yes. Adoption is, is is as I say it on Facebook very beautiful. And uh again a lot of children in the Bible including Jesus were adopted. Were adopted, yes. So it's not something strange and we've all lived with a family member or somebody in yeah. our house. Yeah. So it's something that you should not shy away from. Yeah. Yes. Mtaro, it's not hard. Hey, there you go guys. Uh-huh. It's not hard. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So if you do have an opportunity to adopt or support people who are adopting, please take those steps and we will please come and join us for our next episode. Asante sana to both Shanice and Mteru and good afternoon. Let's get real.